This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yeah, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast presented by Miller Lite. Celebrate responsibly. I don't know how you could celebrate responsibly. Not even that. I don't know you could celebrate anything right now. Jack and I were just talking about like something that in, in theory should be something that's very positive. And it was like, who even cares? Who even cares? Like it's, it's just, and look, I, you know, right now, Aaron Judge just hit his 59th homer as we're recording. The Yankees are beating the Brewers. Like, cool, I guess. Um, but, and I, I look, you know, they're still in a quote unquote good spot mathematically and all that, but man, like what a just disaster of a September series. The first time it's felt like the last few years, Fritzy. And, uh, I mean, ever, literally ever since that Acuna bat on Friday night, it's just been disaster. So how you doing? How you doing, pal? Jack's the one who's even more fun right now. I couldn't be doing worse. I don't think I really like, I just, the only thing keeping me going is the NFL and, and gambling on it. Um, because everything else is just awful. It really is like, and uh, dude, I, I know the mathematic thing, whatever, but like I've said a couple times, I think so far, whether it's on, mm-hmm. you know, this, this you podcast, have. you have, it's like, how they make the playoffs still matters to mm-hmm. me. And like, I, I just don't want to, I don't want to be the team that limps into the playoffs and makes the third wild card and then goes and loses in the first round. And it's like, well, what was even the point? And I'm not there yet. I, I think where I'm at is that, man, the Braves and the Mets are just on another level. And it's like the Phillies are good, but they're not that good. The Phillies are a team that's good enough to make the playoffs, but they're not good enough to really do damage against top tier teams in the NL. And every single time that I get my hopes up and every single time that I say, this is a massive, like show me series, they go out and I feel like they do that. They haven't won a series against a good team since July 27th, like July James. It's, it's almost, we're almost approaching two months since they've won a series against a good baseball team. And like having to sit through this weekend and again have to deal with the Braves nonsense, which is just big hit after big hit, not being out of games, putting the bat on the ball, playing winning baseball. It's like I'm infuriated, but I'm also jealous. It's like that's what winning baseball looks like. And while the Braves were playing winning baseball and they were, you know, big hit after big hit, not being out of games, pitchers coming in, throwing strikes. Like, I feel like the Phillies just continually played losing baseball. Like it was strikeouts in big spots. It's not getting runners in from third base. It was just so much losing baseball. And that's what makes it even more annoying. It's like they're going to probably end the playoff drought and that's fine, whatever. But like, I thought it would feel different. And the fact that they haven't, beaten anyone good in in almost two months it just like it just puts such a damper on on how we should view this team and i i can't sugarcoat it i can't sit up here and lie to you and tell you like oh you should be there, there should be forty five thousand people at the ballpark because this team deserves it. it's like they don't really deserve it like they they deserve it like in a sense but they don't really deserve like the city uh taking their attention away from the eagles 
Um, so it was just a crushing fan morale weekend. The Brewers all of a sudden figuring out how to play competent baseball was, was quite annoying. Um, the, I mean, thank God for Aaron judge today, like stepping up. Um, but other than that, just, uh, just an awful weekend and legitimately like one of those. Well, what, like what a waste of my time. It sounds like you're doing great. This is good. Uh, look, what was yeah, that, like look, three minutes. Of, it, was, uh, it, just... it was, it was, it was, it was tough, man. Uh, look, I don't blame you for any of it. Like, I will say, I, I look, I think it's a matter of expectations. Like, at times this season, I've thought, oh, maybe they can make some noise in the playoffs. But like, at no point, you know, based on the way they played the ma- the Mets, based on the the what the Dodgers have looked like, I know anything can happen in in the playoffs. But like, I've never really thought that that there was a real run coming. I I've really just hoped that they could to to the point we've talked about. You know, make us feel like there's at least a chance of it. And I'm with you. This weekend makes it feel like there's no real chance. Certainly, maybe you know, maybe they get lucky somehow if if Wheeler and Nola pitch gems or something like that. You never know. But there's no way they're they're going on a run and winning, you know, four straight series or whatever it is with 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 you know this this roster. And it is a shame because you know I do think part of it's the Harper injury and he's just not gotten back and it, and it's hard to get back to that spot and losing Wheeler right now and look and and I think that Friday night loss like summering the entire weekend. I think it it was like a a death now like you know especially having Saranthi on the hill it wasn't even you know like these games we're so used to of of you know ah, we don't curse on the pod you know bleepy pitchers you know blowing games at the end or bad defense or whatever it was just like like our best guy got beat by their best guy and by others after that and like it just it I think it was you know obviously I know it was demoralizing as a fan like you know, we're like, all right, Sir Anthony Robertson, let's go. It's just, we're good. And, and, you know, then Acuna and then it just snowballs. But I think it was demoralizing for the team too. You know, I think they went out there with their best shot on Friday night and they lost like that. And I think it kind of submarine the whole weekend. They looked like they, you know, I know they fought back yesterday, but it really didn't at any point feel like they believed they belonged, you know, on the field with the Braves this weekend after that Friday night loss. You know what I mean? Yeah, although I think they they fought pretty well Saturday, you know, and they did, they did, they did, they fought, um, but you know, yeah, it's just like like it, James, it, it pretty much, I think it's pretty simple, and if you want to end the podcast after this, perfectly okay with that. But well, like, I did tell Emily, and I've told her a million times, Emily and yeah. I have had so many like. You said it was going to be quick, and I was like, yeah, I know. It wasn't. It never is. Like I was like Emily, I know I've said this before, but I really do think tonight won't be the longest podcast so yes i think it just boils down to the braves are just a little bit better than the phillies in pretty much every aspect of the game like they just are and and i i hate to admit that about the braves because i loathe that team um but it's like their young guys come up and they're incredible and i know the phillies have the phillies young guys have been you know part of the catalyst of this team i mean like who, who doesn't love the phillies daycare but it's like they're good. And then you see like, you know, Michael Harris and Contreras. And it's like, okay, this is like a different level of that. Um, but it's that it's the defense, it's the clutch hitting, it's the starting pitching, it's the bullpen. It's just like every single phase of the game, the Braves are just a, a little bit better than the Phillies at. And that doesn't make, again, that doesn't make the Phillies a complete disaster. It's just annoying. The Braves won the it, world series last year. 
Did they really? I, I thought we weren't counting that. Uh, like, thought, but to your point, Jack, we like they're just that. better. They're 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 a better baseball team that it, that knows how to win big games. Yeah, and, and that's what honestly losing losing obviously stinks. But like, I just didn't see if I came out of this weekend feeling like okay, they lost. You know, they got swept, but there were some like signs of winning baseball. I think I'd be okay with it. But it was just a lot of losing baseball. It was so many strikeouts. You know, the perfect example was today with, you know, get, runner gets on second base. Uh, Baum hits the ball down the line that, that, that Riley can't snag. And then three straight strikeouts. Like, do you think that in that situation, the Braves, uh, with the runner on second base with no outs, they don't get that run home somehow, some way in a game that is supposed to matter? Like, 100%. They, they find a way to do that. And it was just all weekend long. It was like, how do you strike out in that spot? And it, it just... It, it again. This is how I felt after the Met series, and this is how I just it felt every time they go up against a good team. But it just they continue to not look ready for it. They don't look ready for it from the pitching side to the hitting side. Billy Foster was good again today, per usual. He's like the stopper was the stopper again. But you get into the bullpen, it's like not ready for it. You get to Nola again last night, and I know he finished out strong, and I know you know he went like what, like seven innings seven. last night, yeah. And it was annoying because, of course, as soon as the game was out of reach, you decided. Yeah, you knew that was going to happen. You knew it was going to. But happen. like, it's and like, look, the, Ranger was really good on Friday. That Ranger was certainly was not his good. fault that they lost that game. If you're looking for a positive from the weekend, the fact that Ranger looked back to being the Ranger that we'd seen like before his last like five starts, I think that's something to look forward to. But again, like just just not a lot of winning baseball, and I think that's what makes it more frustrating. Like if they lost a couple tough games, close games where like they're they're going tooth and nail, like whatever. But even Friday night, it's like two one game, boom, you have the lead. It's like how in the all whatever insert whatever curse word you want to insert there. <laughs> like how does that game end up being seven two? Like like how does it have to? Why does it always have to collapse like that? Why does it always have to just just blow up? All like it just always has to be the worst possible, most excruciating way to lose a game. It can't just be bang home run whatever Ron Acuña is freaking incredible and like of all the things that Ron Acuña did this weekend you know whether it was oh uh, my god the catch the throw I mean that throw he didn't even get him it was like it's unbelievable 105 miles an hour from the right field unbelievable it was a strike it was like on the fly right to where the catcher's mitt was to make a tag it was unbelievable he like I mean it's very rare that a that a baseball player like can you know take over a series but holy crap I mean yeah. we're yeah, talking about really a guy did. taking taking over a series I mean big home run on on Friday night big home run on Saturday night big throw on Saturday night big catch on Bryce on Saturday it's just like my gosh it's just it's just it's just annoying having to deal with the Braves and it's it's night after night with someone else that just finds a way to kill you they find a way every single night to find someone that is going to hit a back-breaking home run. I feel like it's been Contreras, I don't know, like eight games this year. It's like, oh, it's a, it's a close game late. Bang, here's a home run. It's just they are, they're good. They're good, and I hate to admit it. I'm not handling it well at all, James. And um, I don't know. Like We're just continuing to unpack this whole thing, but whatever. Yeah, look, they're just better. You know, There's really no way to put it, and you know, it's frustrating because – Again, I didn't have any real delusions of them winning the World Series this year. You know, again, anything can happen in baseball, but I never really 
believed it in any meaningful way. But, you know, again, it, it, it is tough to look at the Braves and look at the Mets and look at the Dodgers. And I mean, the Dodgers are way better, but like feel hopeless playing them in meaningful games. And that's how we feel until they, they prove differently. And, you know, again, the fact that the Braves and the Mets, especially the Braves, look, again, these guys, you know, credit we're due. You know, we can, I mean, here, real quick, just to kind of, you know, soften the freaking love fest. How is the Tomahawk Chop still a thing? Like, how does this still exist? How are they still doing it? Why? It's the dumbest thing of all time to begin with outside of, you know, all the other stuff to do with it. Anyway, um, they're just better. I, I don't have, you know... There's not a ton to say about it. Again, I am not quite as despondent about the fact that they're not a true threat in that. Like, I do think that making the playoffs would be a real accomplishment and it does matter. And this is not the year that they were ready, I think, to to go and and make a real true run or or whatever you know what i mean i think that's but more the payroll the payroll is too i hard. know it is but like, but it is what it is it's a bunch of guys who haven't played together before and a bunch of guys who here who haven't been i mean they have the, they, they have, guys, Jack, they have the top two guys together. in baseball the top two guys in baseball in Zagur and Romuto in terms of guys who have played in regular season games but not made it to the playoffs. Like, it's just not a, a group that's won a bunch. You know, they're obviously bringing Schwarber and Helps and stuff, but it's not like this is like a group that has like a bunch of veteran dudes who've, you know, gone on a bunch of playoff runs. But they, but the, a majority of the team has. I mean, like a major, not not playoff runs, but a majority of the team has been around long enough. Like they've been here long enough. I mean, JT's been here long enough. Bryce has been here long enough. Gene's been here long enough. Noel's been here long enough. Hoskins has been here long enough. Like they've all been here long enough to where it's like, then what are you? Are you a winner or are you a loser? Well, that that's that's a fair like, question. Just figure it out. Like, dude, I I would love to do the whole. They haven't played together, but like, figure it out then. Like, it's been 11 freaking seasons. Have a backbone. You know, like, can you can we step up for me at one time and, and come through and, and, and give a little bit of wind to the sales of the fan base? You want to talk about, like, why no one's showing up at the ballpark and, oh, like, you know, there's 20,000 people there for a midweek game. Maybe because every single time that we want to get in and we want to believe in this team and we want to just, like, wrap our arms around them, they go out, they do this. They go on the 1-5 and five road trip out west. They do the Mets tour. It's like, uh, congratulations on being better than the Reds, Marlins, Nationals, like, super pirates. You want to you parade? Go do it. But then it comes down to congratulations. You're just a little bit better than those teams, but you're not good enough to compete against the highest level. And, like, that's where we're at. Like, that's where we're at. And it's like, it's just, it's not acceptable anymore. It's not acceptable to, to like, th- at some point you got to figure out how to win or and stop complaining about it and, and just figure it out. It's as simple as that. You got to figure it out. There's been plenty of teams that have gone through losing stretches, that have gone through losing baseball, that have figured out how to win. The, the, the Red Sox didn't win for 86 years. The, the, the Cubs didn't win for 100 and whatever years. And those streaks pale in comparison to 11 seasons without playoff baseball. Um, like, they just, they got to figure it out. Like, you got to figure out what is winning baseball and what is not. I don't know who that comes from. I don't know who has to say it. But there was so much losing baseball this weekend. Like, I just, I can't. I can't with the whole they haven't played. Like they've played together enough. 
If they've played together enough. Like, you're supposed to, at this point, have the culture set in stone to where a Schwarber can come in and, and take it to another level from a winning standpoint. Castellanos, whatever, I'm not sure. But, like, I mean, those guys have been here, James. They've been here. And it's just, it's, it's infuriating to still have to deal with this four years later. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. I think it was a phenomenal rant. I think all true, every word of it. I'm just, I think the point is that I'm not surprised by it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm with isn't you. That so There's a reason that, that I'm so usually annoying? the one who's more pessimistic on this podcast and why that's kind of our thing until certain times this season. Because, like, I just was never expecting this to be the year. Like, but you're right. I don't disagree. But, like, just because Reese Hoskins has been here a long time doesn't mean he's a winner. They've never, they've never won. Like, how the hell do I know if that guy can win meaningful games? He's never done it. Same with Nola. It's a freaking thing with Nola that he can't win them. Like, I get your point, and you're not wrong about it. Like, you are absolutely not wrong. But this is a team that has not made the playoffs for 11 years for a reason. Like, it is a, it is a losing culture, and it has been a losing culture. For a long time, there is a reason that teams lose, 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 and why the Phillies have so long over their history because they're poorly run and they're poorly managed and they poor are bad at development, they're bad at drafting and stuff. And the Phillies have been that. And like, I get your points, and you're not wrong about any of it, but like, it's just one of those things where because of the the crater that you know the Andy McPhail feet on his desk. Uh, philosophy has left this team in and Clentac and all that they did you know and they've had to spend and they went over the tax and look they've had some poorly timed injuries some poor you know this and that like there's a lot of factors you can put into it but like ultimately on a basic level like they're just not as good they're not as talented organizationally as these other teams like we're talking about the Braves like yeah because a the Braves GM has like been on basically like as as good a heater as we've seen from anyone in a long time like He's the best in the game right now and has been for the last, you know, two and a half years. Just like everything the guy does is a hit. Um, but then, like, they're really talented and they have a, a super talented minor league system where they can keep bringing these guys up like Grissom and this and that. And, like, you know, same thing with the, the Mets. All of a sudden, they have an owner who comes in and they spend a bunch of money and they have a little more leeway, a little more, you know, uh, maneuverability as a franchise. And they made some smart moves and got some guys in there to, to get good quick. And, like, the Dodgers just talent 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 like like i'm with you but we can't lose sight of the fact that this is a franchise that hasn't won more than 82 games in the last 11 years and just won 82 for the first time last year like i'm with you it is unacceptable it's a shame and this weekend highlights all of it but like i never expected them to to take that leap this year i i just want them to make the playoffs and like anything else to me is gravy and i get your point and this is not acceptable and it is a bummer, but like, I never, like, I'm not as, I don't think it, it's not that I'm not as d- down on, on it as you are. It's just more that I'm not as surprised or as not as like, you know, hurt by it because I was expecting it. But it's not, for me, it's not about winning the world series. Like I, I'm not, I'm not in world series. Or right. It's I'm, being, being a real com- contender going in and like, I get it. I get it. And l- l- let's not do the whole, like, yo. Know, third wild card is some big success like i'm just not no, in, the su- in the success it. mode it's like it. again, and again i'm not trying to say it's like a, a home run yay whatever I, I just 
you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Like they, the, I think that for me, what it highlighted this weekend is what I knew. The Braves are a better organization right now and a better team. That they are. That was, uh, I don't know if, it, you know, feels like that was abundantly clear throughout the series that uh, the, they're on two different playing fields. And, and, and that's just a frustrating place to be at. Um, now, again, it's like, yeah, I think they're figuring it out and whatever. But it's like, <laughs> at some point, the whole winner or loser thing, I think it's always tough in baseball. But at some point, y- y- you got to figure it out. Like, I- again, it's it sounds simplistic and it, in, in many ways it is. But um, like you just you, you can't sit here and lose year in, year out. And and not at some point just be like, can we can we can we you know power through and maybe like again it's just, it shouldn't be this hard. But again, they look like they look like the, the moment gets to them. You know what I mean? And it, and and it, and it just feels like the moment consistently gets to them. And that's what it comes down to when you're looking at winning teams versus teams that that don't win long term and win big picture. Is that like some teams rise to the moment. I felt like the 08, I know we always like to go back to whatever, 07 through 11, but it felt like at most times, like they were the team that was coming through late that was going to steal a game from you, whether it was the Howard double against the Rockies, whether it was um, obviously the J-Roll triple off of Broxton, the stairs homer. It felt like they they always pounced um, whenever they felt weakness coming from other teams. And I think what, again, makes this even more frustrating is that, like, it feels like the Braves now are that team where whenever there's a moment of weakness with the Phillies and even the Mets, too, the Mets do the same thing. It's like whenever there's a little moment of weakness with this team, the Mets and the Braves just consistently power through and they make us feel terrible. Um, and, and, and that's what winning cultures do. And, and that's what... Like having them go down there this weekend where, you know, we did shows. I mean, you and I did shows on Thursday and Friday of like, why does no one care about this team? They're going to make the playoffs for the first time in 11 years. It's like, well, th- that's it. You know, you can't you can't bully people to go down to the ballpark and like force them to go spend money to watch a team that like, you know, frankly, for the most part, doesn't really deserve it in a ways. Um, so it it, it, it it just like. The losing winning culture thing is annoying. It's annoying that it feels like they get that get tense in big spots and it feel like all weekend long it's like big spot, okay, there's a brace back breaking hit. And 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 again, just a just a really, really annoying weekend. Yeah. Honestly, I really don't have much else to add. Like I, I can't um again, I don't want it to seem like I'm like not super disappointed with the team. It's just I'm I, I'm not surprised. It's disappointing, but I'm not surprised. And look, you know, you got to hope. Look, we have good news on Wheeler this weekend. Great to hear. Like Wheeler is coming back. That is like massive news. And if they have any hope of you know, they need to you know find a way to maybe not limp into the playoffs. Maybe show up against Toronto this week. Show up against the Braves at home at least. Um, but if they're gonna have any chance in the playoffs, it's it's Wheeler. You know being amazing and maybe winning him a game, stealing him a game, maybe Ranger or Nola stealing him a game. Who knows? I trust Ranger more, obviously, at this point um, in a big one, a playoff one, essentially. Um, but, um, you know, look, I, I think there's no way to, to spin this weekend. There's not you know, much to say. The Amundo Sosa injury is a bummer. That guy's obviously been such a, a nice piece for this team. Like, 
it was just a bad weekend. It was a bad weekend for the Phillies. It showed us where they stand. And look, they, you know, I, I still think they're going to make the playoffs again. The Brewers are still losing today, all that, but, but it certainly was a, you know, uh, a, they made it a lot more interesting for the Brewers and Brewers fans and the Padres and Padres fans with their weekend. Um, and the Padres are winning right now. Last I saw. So, um, yeah, I don't really much to say. I'm, I'm with you. It's a real disappointing weekend. And, you know, look, um, obviously they could beat up on the Cubs and, and Nationals, not this upcoming week, the week after, and, and you know, make the playoffs and whatever. But, you know, this, oh, no, hold up. But there's the point. Like, this is their last chance to, like, to, to change the tenor. Is, and I know it's at home, so it's different. But, but Blue Jays, Braves coming up, six games this week, two against the Blue Jays, four against the Braves. Like, massive. Like, in terms of, of obviously the playoffs itself, but also, um, you know, our ability to believe in this team at all. Um, it's like their last chance. And once again, I am sitting here saying, <laughs> I love this baseball team mm. too much. That's where that, it comes from. That's where it comes from. That this is, this is, this is not based out of any level of, uh, you know, whatever, but yeah, again, yet again, it's just like, I really, Good. I really think the people them. need to hear you be hard on the team sometimes. Well, listen, you know? man, they made it easy this weekend, so <laughs> whatever, whatever. Maybe, maybe of course, the Eagles will probably beat the Vikings tomorrow and everyone's going to stop paying attention and everything's going to be fine for the majority of the city of Philadelphia. While, while Jack is slowly dying, <laughs> literally. Yeah, yeah. Again, like we started, before we started recording, we were talking about something fun, yeah, that was happening, and Jack's like, honestly, who cares? I just want to die. <laughs> like, that was the, the actual quote. That he said to me. So yeah, that that's that's where we're at. Do you have anything else? Like honestly, like I really, I I love everyone. That this is what I have to say. I love the IOPS listeners. I am so happy you're here with us. And there are better times ahead. I think the the real, if we really want to, you know, he said, uh, Jack said, the Ranger thing is a reason for positivity with this weekend, um, and it is. Um, but I think the real reason for positivity with this team outside of the the moment is that, you know, we do believe in what Dombrowski has done from a front office perspective and the people he's put in power and the Anis and the Mattingleys and you know, the guys who were here before with Barber and, and all that stuff. Like, we feel really good about that stuff. There's real guys to be excited about in the f- system for the first time. Like, I mean, as Jack said last time, Painter, the best <laughs> pitching prospect of his life as a Phillies player. And, like, I mean, you know, that's something to, like, legitimately be excited for. And Griff and Abel. And, like, there's, like, real excitement for this franchise. Um, but you know, it's hard to grab that when, uh, when you're in the moment of this. So I, I got nothing else. Uh, I, you know, right, go, well, I got, this week, I got this week, is, this week is what we need. Yeah. You got any take bag stuff? Yeah, I got some stuff. Um, uh, I know the Phillies have a, uh, an opening for the minor league hitting coordinator. I would just like to say, hire the, whoever is in second command with the Braves. Yep. Um, <laughs> like, yep. like whoever that, that guy, Whoever that guy is, hire him because every dude, like every single guy they have comes up and is like, oh, guess what? I'm ready to hit 300 in the major leagues. Like, how is that possible? I mean, you literally thought Austin Riley was the worst player in the history of baseball. And he's a perennial MVP candidate because these guys, Jack. Austin Riley stinks. And mm-hmm. I, I feel pretty confident in saying that. Mm-hmm. 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 Um. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of this, honestly, this weekend, is, it has a lot to do with what you said last on the podcast. Um, like I'm pretty sure I'm paraphrasing here, but I, I believe that your quote was 
like I'm gonna start looking at tickets for wherever. You know, <laughs> I'm pretty. Again, I can't. Yeah, no, I, it wasn't even paraphrase. You nailed it, like word for word. Well done. I mean, you were, you were, you were getting like you, you honestly, what you were saying sent a cold shiver down my spine. Like it really did. Like you were, for as much pain and turmoil as this team has put us through for the last couple of years, like you basically locking up the Phils. Like did not do that. Go back and listen. I talked about other people being uncomfortable with doing it. Thus, there was the caveat there, Jack. So, yeah. Here is where our roles have most reversed. You know, as as we get closer to the playoffs, I get way more frustrated. And, you know, I just assume the season's over at any turn, you know. And then as the seasons get closer, you are like, everything is fine, which is just a, a weird term. Weird flip. Podcast. Weird flip. And again, I'm definitely not fine guy today, but I feel your point. Um, again, I felt like their offensive approach was just bad all week, and I felt like they were going for home runs rather than like the Braves. I felt like we're always just consistently putting the ball in play, and if they hit a home run, they did. Um, blah 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 blah. Uh, quick shout out to Nick and Nate from uh, the uh, Newtown Fire Company Beer Fest yesterday. Yes. That I was I was I was slinging beers out there, um, and they came up and said hi. Did and you get them to like seventy four, seventy five, slinging them, or eighty? <laughs> get close to eighty or no? No. Okay. No. But they, right. they they thought I wouldn't give them a shout out on the podcast, so I. Oh, I so it was like a challenge. Yeah. So I, I like had to that. It's good work. That I it's would. good work by you. And my you, final. You thing showed them. That, yeah, I sure did. And my final thing to take back is like, listen, this is not Phillies related, but um, I love Shohei Otani. I think Otani is obviously like one of the most transcendent figures in the history of baseball. But like, we got to grow up with the whole MVP thing. Like, just let Judge win the MVP. He's about to pass Roger Maris the most home runs in AL history. Like, it's his year. It's okay. Like, Otani's a better player. He has more war. He has more overall value. But, like, can we stop with the whole, oh, well, his war is way higher and this and that. It's like, stop. Aaron Judge is the, is the MVP, okay? Like, the guy is about to do something. He could have even won the Triple Crown. Like, Aaron Judge could win the Triple Crown, and his war won't be higher than Shohei Otani. Like, I love Otani. I think he's incredible. He's the best player in baseball. But, like... Let Aaron Judge have this. He's the MVP, and enough with the stats. All right. So first and foremost, let me say, um, crazy that that we also have Goldschmidt, who's like really competing for a, a triple crown too. Um, but um, here's what I'm gonna say: um, Shohei Otani is, without a doubt, in my mind, the most talented baseball player I've ever seen in my life, and it's not close. Like. The fact that he's a top 10, top 15, top 20, whatever you want to say, starting pitcher and a top 10, top 15, top 20 starter, like hitter, whatever you want to put him at, is the single most ridiculous sports thing, potentially, that has ever happened in my life. I think he is a, 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 like a virtuoso doesn't even do justice. Like he is the greatest in terms of talent baseball player I've ever seen by far, like light years. I couldn't agree more with you, Jack. Like, Aaron Judge is the MVP. This is so stupid. Like, the Angels are going to slide into another, like, second-to-last finish or whatever it's going to be. Like, couldn't agree more. A fantastic take by you, Fritzy. 
Yeah, and I mean, if you look at that Yankees team, like it's pretty much Judge. Dude, <laughs> it, it's just so silly. He's leading in literally every offensive category, like every single one. It's other than like steals. It's crazy. An average, uh, obviously, which we'll see if he can get there. Right. Speaking of steals, uh, I guess last last thing, we never talked about the new rules in the last podcast. Oh yes, uh, can we talk about the fact that for years on this podcast, one of us, let's not say who, but it was me champion the pitch clock and when the pitch clock got uh, agreed to the other day or last week couple weeks ago whatever it was who bursts into my studio going like pitch clock fist pump yeah welcome aboard buddy i just want you to always remember that i was first okay welcome well i don't know what you're talking about but <laughs> um i will say i i am very very excited for the Me pitch too. clock me too. Like I think, I think it's the one rule that doesn't really change the fabric of the game that I think is going to help it the most. You know, and and you see what it's done in the minor leagues. You see how fast those games are moving along. Like at some point, it's gonna have to change. It's gonna have to adapt with the times. And I just think that a faster pace. I I just I think it's really really gonna help. I think the bigger bases. It seems like that's a Theo thing. Um, and I'll take that and. Like this whole idea of, well, again, this is the oldest argument in the book when it comes to the shift thing. It's like, well, just hit it where they ain't. Well, <laughs> they're not hitting it where they ain't, okay? So, like, they're not doing it. Like, I I, I don't think you're going to change the mindset of a hitter that's going to go from, like, well, I could have four bases or I could have a bunt the other way. Can't figure out which one I'm going to choose. Also, um, it's harder to, you know, when it's coming in 102, sometimes you just don't have as many choices about where you're going to hit it through. You almost have to guess and hope that you're in the right spot and you're just cranking one. It's going to be great. I, I, I genuinely feel like all these rules are going to get baseball closer to being back to being played at, the, at its purest form. You know, pitchers on the mound moving quickly, more stolen bases, more traditional base hits that we've watched for a hundred plus years. Like uh, I, I am, I know I am, I believe me, I am baseball purist to the T, but I, I am genuinely, genuinely excited to see what these rules do for the game. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. I've always been there. I wasn't pro banning the shift, but like I'm fine with it as part of this, but the pitch clock is something I've, I've been a huge proponent of for a while and I'm, I'm ecstatic. And to your point, I don't think it'll change the fabric of the game. Like certainly not like maybe for like certain pitchers it will, but like in terms of like the fan experience, it certainly won't. No one likes watching guys get off the mound, walk around, rub the baseball, go back on the mound, step on, step off, eye the guy down, call timeout. Like it's not fun. Like it's just not fun as a, as a baseball consumer. It's just not fun. Like, yes, there is like we love as you know, disease baseball fans, we love the chess match of all of it, whether it's the what pitches to throw or the, you know, throwing someone off their timing. Like, I respect and like all that stuff. But, like, let's be honest, as a product, which ultimately we love baseball, we want it to be around forever and be big forever and people to care about our sport and all that, like, this is good for the game. And and I'm totally with you. And, and as we always say in Theo, we trust um, all right, Fritzy, uh, this is good. Emily's going to be so excited for once I didn't lie to her. You got any final thoughts? Hmm, what can I do to make this longer for you? Oh, I'm just Don't kidding. Do this. Um, we're, we're already sad enough here, all right? I know, I know. And it felt like one of those podcasts that I just had to I had to get off, off I my get chest. It. I get um, it. But yeah, it's a big week. It's a big week. Hopefully they... <laughs> 
the Blue Jays are pretty good. They've kind of slowed down ever since they fired the manager. Like they haven't been as as hot. Um, obviously, they avoid Manoa, which is massive. So, um, yeah, it should be a fun series. And and Wednesday should be an interesting podcast. And <laughs> um, and uh, listen, I just again, I, I'm very curious to see what the the attendance numbers are this week and next series next weekend against the Braves. Can't wait to uh, relive this whole feeling once again. Yeah, I'm right there with you, buddy. And uh, I am with you. Look, no matter uh, whether they win or lose, uh, it's going to be an interesting podcast coming up on Wednesday. I think we can say that for sure. I'm very excited to talk to you again, uh, even though I'm less excited. I'm less excited to watch the team than to talk to you about the team. So um, we're back, buddy. This this is what we love and what we do. Good um, to be here. Feel, 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 be feels here. familiar. Um, all right, we'll be back this week um, again. Big week, like a really, really massive week for this team. Um, right now, I, I think we could say we're not super hopeful, but uh, but hopefully they surprise us. Um, that's all I got, buddy. This is uh, uh, it's not over. But it's a big week. What a depressing pod. This is great. This is fun. Um, Just what we always envisioned as they're about yeah. to end their 11-year yeah. playoff It's draft. great. It's great. It's a big week. Like, don't just freaking bounce back one more time. All right. Uh, we'll be back this week. He's for themselves. <laughs>